This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Gabby Petito's mom, where she thinks Brian Laundrie is hiding out. He's in an area like the Appalachian Trail. There are all sorts of places where you can hide. For example, our survival guide, Shane, is just over there. He's going to wave to us. Plus, slap a teacher. Is it really a social media challenge or a hoax? As teachers warn, don't even think about it. This is wrong on all levels. Then, shocking video. The Waffle House cook in the kitchen, cradling a baby. And she said what? When you get finished with those jeans and decide you don't like them, give them to me, I'm going to make two pairs. <laughs> Uproar over what she told Whoopi Goldberg. Then shortage of everything. If you go to Costco right now, you can't buy more than one pack of, of paper towels. Frustration building across the USA. Plus, dive off the cliff. Wait till you see how he found gold. Please help us find the rightful owner. And no, no, no. Cringeworthy Madonna. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, and thanks for joining us. I'm Mary Calvi, and today for Deborah, the day after Brian Laundrie's father joined in the search for his son at a Florida nature reserve, the manhunt has now been redirected once again to the Appalachian Trail. In a new interview, Gabby's mother says that's where she thinks Brian may be. The hunt for Brian Laundrie in a Florida swamp is coming up empty again, even after his father joined the search. Chris, any sign of your son? Any sign of Brian at the park? The third week of fruitless effort is once again turning attention to the Appalachian Trail. Gabby Petito's mother tells Fox News that's where he might Not be. Certain, but I would think that he's in an area like the Appalachian Trail or a campground where he can live off the land. Callahan Walsh, co-host of In Pursuit with his father, John Walsh, agrees. I think his family helped him get out uh, of the state and drove him up to the Appalachian Trail. I think uh, he's there now. The Appalachian Trail runs 2,000 miles from Georgia to Maine. How could Brian be living on the trail and still stay out of sight? Stephen Fabian is there with survival expert Shane Hobel. So we're on the Appalachian Trail right now, and of course you'd notice any hikers traveling in either direction. But here's the thing, you're still in the woods, and there are all sorts of places you can hide. For example, our survival guide, Shane, he's just over there behind that rock. Wave to us, Shane, so you can see him now. But that gives you an idea of how you can remain out of sight 
while still being right next to the trail. You can walk 100 yards off trail and just still move in the same direction but stay parallel with it. And that also means that you're near resources. The Appalachian Trail in their rest points and their stop points where you can receive packages. There are all sorts of shelters on the Appalachian Trail where you can hunker down for the night like this cabin. If you follow me inside you can see there are some foam mattresses here where you can get a good night's sleep. We've actually got a hiker here moving along the trail. There's actually bottled water down here that hikers can take advantage of. And of course, a notebook here where people traveling along the trail can leave messages to other hikers. This interactive map shows the locations of 250 shelters, many of which are vacant right now because of the pandemic. Gabby and Brian spent time on the trail together, and he's said to be very knowledgeable about survival skills. Could he be hiding in a shelter just like this? According to Gabby's stepfather, she and Brian had planned on having a beach wedding in Florida, but postponed the ceremony due to the pandemic. As if teachers aren't having enough trouble working this past year, now comes this. Talk of a slap a teacher challenge on TikTok. As Jim Murray explains, teachers are sending students a clear message. This is wrong on all levels. Educators um, are sounding the alarm about the so-called slap a teacher challenge on TikTok. Kids, think again. That's assault. That's a record. And while y'all trying to smack teachers, smack them books open. Smack them open to do that homework. That vocabulary. Some say it's the latest crazy social media challenge that has police and educators on alert. But is it real or a hoax that has taken on a life of its own? <laughs> this sickening video shows a student slapping and striking a 64-year-old wheelchair-bound teacher and was initially reported in connection with the slap a teacher challenge. But the school district in Louisiana tells Inside Edition, we don't have any evidence from our investigation that this incident is related to the TikTok challenge. There was also this breaking news report out of Massachusetts. A student is accused of slapping a staff member while at school, and it's apparently all part of a new social media challenge. TikTok says in a statement, the rumored slap a teacher dare is an insult to educators everywhere. And while this is not a trend on TikTok, if at any point it shows up, content will be removed. Connecticut State Attorney General William Tong says he's fed up over dangerous social media challenges, including a recent TikTok challenge that encouraged students to vandalize their schools. Look at this ruthless. This has really got to stop, and that's why I'm putting so much pressure on TikTok, and they've got to do more to use either their machines or human eyeballs to take this content down so that kids aren't encouraged to tear their schools apart, slap their teachers, or worse. The National Education Association is urging social media giants to stop the spread of potentially dangerous viral challenges by putting public safety over profits. Now, a video that's highlighting the child care issues many face in this country. A woman working in a Waffle House kitchen prepping food with a baby on her hip. Waffle House says the baby's actually co-workers and it was just a quick moment to stop the baby from crying. They also say they are retraining their workers on safety behind the counter. And you have to be careful when you make impromptu jokes on live TV. Shark Tank star Barbara Corcoran is wishing she could take back a jab she made on The View about Whoopi Goldberg, a comment many saw as body shaming. I really am very sorry. Barbara Corcoran is apologizing for a crack she made about Whoopi Goldberg on The View. 
Corcoran and her Shark Tank co-stars were promoting tonight's season premiere, featuring the CEO of a denim company, when Whoopi asked this about the jeans. Will they fit this COVID? Yes. Okay. Yes, they will. <laughs> and when you get finished with those jeans and decide you don't like them, give them to me, I'm going to make two pairs. <laughs> the look on Whoopi's face says it all. So did the reaction on the set. Oh, Barbara. Okay, so now we don't like you. Now Corcoran is apologizing. I made a joke at Whoopi's expense, which I now realize wasn't funny. For anyone who I may have offended unintentionally, I just want to say I really am very sorry. Apology accepted. Whoopi posted this response. Barbara, we have been friends forever and I know your humor. I knew you were kidding. Other news today, the supply is clearly not meeting the demand. The shortage of products here in the U.S. has extended to, well, just about everything. And that's led to lots of frustrated shoppers. Amber Cagliano reports. Good luck with your shopping list this weekend. Just like in the early days of the pandemic, supermarket shelves are starting to look sparse again. Check this out. This is what we found right behind this pasta. Look at this. It's empty back here. So it's not just toilet paper and paper towels. Frustration is mounting everywhere. If you go to Costco right now, you can't buy more than one pack of, of paper towels. It's out of stock signs are back on the store shelves as Americans face a supply chain crisis. On social media, people are sharing what they're seeing and more importantly, not seeing in stores across the USA. Y'all, I'm having deja vu again. Does anyone else's grocery store look like this? A lot of stuff now. Here. The diaper shortage is getting to be a big deal. Other shortages are in food staples and big ticket items like appliances. Experts say it's a perfect storm of supply issues, shipping delays and labor shortages. People never expected us to be dealing with problems this severe 18 months after the pandemic began. And it's going to probably be another 18 months before we start to work things out. These supply shortages are sort of like a game of whack-a-mole. Every time one gets resolved, four other ones seem to pop up. Now, we don't want to scare you, but there could also be a serious shortage of Halloween costumes and decorations. Stores like Abracadabra have plenty of inventory right now. But as it gets closer to Halloween, restocking could become a real issue. What's going on? There's like nothing coming in. According to a survey by the National Restaurant Association, 75% of eateries have had to change menu items due to supply chain issues. More than 28 million children between 5 and 11 could become eligible to receive the COVID vaccine by Halloween or right after. While that's good news for schools trying to contain the virus, many parents are still nervous about letting their young children get the COVID vaccine. Here's Les Trent. The news that vaccine shots for kids between 5 and 11 could be approved as early as next month is being welcomed by many today. I have a nine-year-old, and I'm hoping he's going to get his first shot by Halloween. But some remain deeply wow. skeptical. Now we warned you that they would eventually target your kids. Just 34% of parents said yes right away to vaccinating their kids. 32% said they're going to wait and see. And 24% said definitely not. We're very happy and would do it 100 times over. We caught up today with two families that took part in Pfizer's kid vaccine trials. They got their shots in April. Six months later, they say everyone is doing well. We are lucky that we haven't had any cases of COVID in our home, so it seems to be working well. Um, and 
Eloise hasn't had any side effects related to the vaccine and so has been healthy and happy. Meanwhile, as flu season approaches, many are opting for a double whammy, a booster shot and a flu shot at the same time. This is the flu vaccine and this is the COVID vaccine. At this Walgreens in Manhattan, they were giving a flu shot in one arm and a COVID booster shot in the other. It's a wise move to make. And now we have data that you can get your flu shot and your COVID shot at the exact same time in case you don't want to make two trips. Originally, the CDC had recommended waiting 14 days between the getting the flu and COVID vaccines, but has since revised its guidelines to say the wait is unnecessary. This weekend, Kim Kardashian hosts Saturday Night Live for the very first time in her career. But some say she's not worthy of appearing on the legendary sketch show. Hi, I'm Kim Kardashian West, and I'm hosting SNL this week. Why is Kim Kardashian hosting Saturday Night Live? That's the question baffling fans. Even actress Deborah Messing wants to know, am I missing something? SNL fans on Instagram were even more blunt. Ew, nobody wants to see Kim Kardashian. Note to self, skip the October 9th show. For sure, she's a cultural icon and successful reality TV star, but with all the super talented hosts over the years, some say Kim just doesn't have the chops. Kim's enormous social media following could provide a ratings boost after last week's season premiere with host Owen Wilson tanked. Even this promo with musical guest Halsey and cast member Cecily Strong plays on the controversy. So Kim, are you nervous about doing sketch comedy? Why, I don't have to write sketches, do I? No. Memorize lines? No, throwing cue cards. Everyone else won't look as good as me, will they? No, absolutely not. This is so easy. People Magazine reports that Kim Kardashian sees the SNL gig as a huge deal for her career and is taking it very seriously. And we'll be back with much more Inside Edition after this. Next, the shocking murder of a social media influencer. Who cops say killed her. Plus, dive off the cliff. Wait till you see how he found gold. Please help us find the rightful owner. And... No, no, no! I don't want to know why we... Cringeworthy Madonna. Stop, 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 stop. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. What's it like to be a wanted man on the run like Brian Laundrie? Next, it's an edition. This guy knows. I was a fugitive on the run, and I know what it takes to stay hidden. Then, do's and don'ts of shooting the perfect photo for dating sites. You don't have to try so hard to look sexy. Watch the next, it's an edition. 
Madonna just appeared on late night TV climbing on Jimmy Fallon's desk, but some viewers are calling the interview a train wreck. It's Madonna being Madonna. Outrageous. You get in good trouble. Good trouble. Yeah, you really do. Uh, no, 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 no. She climbed on Jimmy Fallon's desk and proceeded to sprawl out in an itty bitty skirt. He tried to cover her up with his jacket, but she wasn't having it and flashed the audience. Madonna was on the show to promote her new documentary, Madame X, which follows her along her last world tour. She was a beautiful influencer whose murder has been an unsolved mystery. Almost one year ago, her naked body was found on the side of a Houston road. Now her husband is dead of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Jim Murray has the latest. Hi, guys. 26-year-old Alexa Sharkey posted hundreds of videos and photos on social media. Her beauty and high-energy personality made her a popular presence on Instagram. She offered skincare products and hair tutorials, all while offering a peek inside her glamorous life. I want the best. I want to use the best products. So her many fans and everyone who knew Alexis were stunned when her body was found in a ditch outside Houston. She had been strangled. We're completely devastated and broken. Mystery surrounded the murder, but suspicion fell on her hulking husband, Thomas. Cops say he was evasive during questioning. KTRK-TV Houston reporter, Steve Campion. And eventually he kind of disappeared. He left Houston and that kind of raised a lot of red flags. Law enforcement spent 10 months following Alexis's slaying, amassing evidence and building a case. Finally, they had enough to make their move. An arrest warrant was obtained charging the husband with murder. We established that there was a history of domestic violence between the two of them and uh, that the relationship was ending and that there was a pending divorce. Federal marshals determined Thomas Sharkey was living at his daughter's house in Fort Myers, Florida. But as they closed in to arrest him, he ran upstairs and fatally shot himself in the head. A violent end to a tragic murder mystery. While Alexis was still missing before her body was found, her mother says her gut instinct told her that foul play was involved and that she had been murdered. We'll be back with more Inside Edition after this. Still to come, dive off the cliff. Wait till you see how he found gold. Please help us find the rightful owner. Welcome to Fail Better. David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. They found a wedding ring that had been lost in the ocean. Then they went on a search to find the couple it belonged to. But will they find them? They spoke with Amber Cagliano. He went cliff jumping in Hawaii and struck gold. When I decided to climb out of the, um, the ocean into the lava rock, I noticed that there was a, a small 
uh, gold ring that was hidden in the lava rock. Yup, Ryan and Corinne Priest actually found a wedding ring. They posted their remarkable discovery on social media. I jumped off this cliff in Hawaii and then I found a gold wedding ring. We thought maybe we can post a TikTok video and we might be able to find the owner. It took a year. Yes, yeah, so that was about 13 months ago we posted that to TikTok and we had not heard anything for a year. Finally, as the posting wound its way through social media, this woman saw it. I was just like, oh my God, someone found the ring. Yup, Alexis and CJ Jordan Ames had gone diving in 2020 on that same cliff to celebrate their wedding anniversary. We were going on a one year anniversary photo shoot. As soon as I went to go climb up out of the water, it's very rocky. And I grabbed a rock just right and it popped my ring right off my finger. I was heartbroken. I was very sad. It took me a long time to save up for his beautiful ring. They all met on the beach to surprise CJ with his lost ring. Just drop, drop something right here. No way. Oh my word, no Dude, how did you find this? Just absolutely mind blown. A lost and found wedding oh ring and now forever friends. We just still cannot believe that we were able to find the owners a year later. What <laughs> are the chances? And when we come back, meet the cheerleading dad. Finally for you today, his daughter's a cheerleader, but judging from this video, maybe they should sign dad up for the cheerleading squad. This dad's got team spirit. He's keeping up with his cheerleader daughter. Wait for the high kick. Go, Dad, go. Go, Dad is right. And that's Inside Edition for today. Thanks so much for watching. We'll see you right back here next time. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.